What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Day You edition of R&R Pot of Film. I am your host, Glenn Rodriguez. And with me, the man with the plan, the person who came up with the idea to do this, who invited me to join the team, Mr. Cody Repass. How you doing, man? I am so excited to start this thing. People don't even understand. You were the only person I was coming to with this idea because you're the only person I know that is this into film or movies or going to the theater or anything movie related as me. And I cannot wait to get started. This is going to be a blast and I appreciate you letting me come and do this with you it's going to be awesome as a filmmaker and a movie fan this this is something i've been wanting to do for a while and i had a little bit with you know pot of film or a pot of horror and um but now i get to do talk all about film every genre and i'm excited about it so um what, what was your before we get into what we're going to be talking about today our first film uh what was your vision for this why when did you want to do this I I recently kind of stepped away from wrestling and traveling and just started like finding myself wanting to go to the movies all the time. Like anytime I have any free time, I wanted to go to the movies. I wanted to talk to people about movies. I wanted I I, I watch YouTube every day like when I have a chance at work or when I'm at home and I always watch film related stuff like trailer reactions movie reviews and I was like I would love to do that so I thought about the idea I brainstormed on it a while I I wasn't too keen on doing it at first but as many movies as I see and I feel like I can review a movie unbiasedly a lot of the time so I figure if we change a couple people's minds or maybe make a couple people go see a movie that they normally wouldn't have I consider it a success. I dig it, man. I dig it. And um, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff here at Pot of Film. We're going to be doing your audio reviews. We're going to be doing video reviews. We're going to be doing trailer reactions. We're going to do a lot of fun things. You can also follow us on Letterboxd where you can see some of our written reviews and and our lists of our our all-time rankings and things that we want to see and our rankings for you know let's say marvel you know we're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff movie related and uh we're very excited so um without further ado let's talk about our first film uh this is one which is it's fitting it's a horror film let's like let's just (laughs) do this we had to start with this we had to start start with it um, we are talking about today Jordan Peele's Us. Okay, let's call the cops. I did. They're 14 minutes away. What? 14 minutes? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. Jason, give me the bat. What bat? The baseball bat, the bat. There's one in the corner. Here, here. Thank you. Gabe. All right, hold on. I got this. Let's try this again. Gabe. No, 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 no. All right. Gabe. I got this. I got this. Now, I thought I already done told y'all to get off my property, okay? So if y'all want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Now, the cops are already on their way. 
Hey! 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 Us was written, directed, and produced by Jordan Peele, and it's about a family's serene beach vacation that turns to chaos when their doppelgangers appear and begin to terrorize them. A classic horror plot right there, um, and it's amazing. The movie stars Lupicia Nyong'o, uh, Winston Duke, Elizabeth Moss, and Tim Haydecker. Um, let's get right into this, man. Um, and off course, before we jump in, spoiler alert, we will give you another um times that we're going to be doing spoilers so when we get to that point we'll warn you and then give you a few seconds to pause go see the movie um go watch it and uh come back and hear our spoiler um talk and our uh, rest of our review um as this movie comes out next week on blu-ray and dvd and it's it's available now on digital so check it out um what's your overall like experience or um uh experience with this film like what what did, how did you feel going into it what did you feel watching it and how did it leave you so this seemed like the perfect movie to start part of film on not only because it's a horror movie but because it is quite confusing i know a lot of people ha- disregarded this movie because of how confusing it was but going in my idea was I liked Get Out. I wasn't as big a fan as a lot of people I know. The movie's good, but to me, it left me wanting more a little a little too much. But when I sat down and I started watching this movie, I knew. I, I was hooked within 15 minutes. I was all in on it. And when, I, when the movie was over, like... My jaw was on the floor. I had to I had to pick my popcorn up because I let it spill out of my lap. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, about the same, except for spilling the popcorn. I just had popcorn all over me because I'm a pig when I eat popcorn. Um, <laughs> me too. It's just my favorite treat. Uh, no, but going into this, yeah, I, I, I liked Get Out. Um, I thought it was a really great introduction to what Jordan Peele's vision is for film and for horror. Um, and going into this, I just thought like the marketing for this was great. Just the, the teasers, um, the trailer was really, you know, piqued my interest. And of course, Lupicia, I mean, she's, she's amazing. You know, um, there's, there's a movie that I saw her in the first time I saw her because when I watched it, it, and I, I saw her part, she had a bit part in it. Um, it was it was a very important part, and she just killed it. And it was one of those um, period pieces, 12 Years a Slave. Of course, she was in Black Panther and, and Star Wars, uh, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi as Maz Kanata. So she's been around. She's amazing. And that just, you know, overall had me just because she was in it. And, of course, Winston Duke is also in Black Panther. So it was a lot of, a lot of cool uh, uh, characters to go in to see in a different light and um they they knocked it out of the park man for me that's how i feel um they oh man you are not alone lupicia that woman just give her the oscar don't i don't even need to see anyone else i don't care who is in any other movie best actress bar none zero question best performance she not only had to play like a role she's not used to she had to do it twice 
as herself and as a doppelganger, and she absolutely killed both roles. Let's talk about that voice that she had to do to play as Red, the, oh, the, the tethered version of of uh, her Adelaide, her um, human character. It was just the voice it was is so, so creepy. creepy. I was it, go ahead. It 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 scared me. Like I, I know most people thought it was funny and and they joked about it, but when she started to talk, like it, it truly scared me how she was talking, and I, I just thought it was really well done, which. With it being Jordan Peele behind the camera directing and writing everything, like I, I expect nothing less. The man's a genius. Oh yeah, it, the voice is so unnerving. It's and and when I was in the theater, people did laugh, but it was like an unnerved laugh, like an unsettling laugh. Like uh, what what is this? Like it's pretty creepy. And as she tells the story of why she's there and what's going on, and and it's just fantastic and the, the, like you said she had to play two different characters she had to play a normal version and and the the tethered version the doppelganger and it's it's pretty insane and it just her performance is worth the price of admission or the the rent fee or the if you want to buy it on physical media which i hope you do because physical media rules um yeah who, who who gets dvds and blu-rays anymore like Literally, I hope you listen to this review when it drops on Wednesday morning. I hope you listen to it, and I hope you immediately go and, and buy it on digital and watch it because they all deserve it. Like, Jordan Peele, he, he is the man, but Lupicia is the woman, and she, she steals the movie. Like, it doesn't matter. He, he could have had anyone else in this movie, and I don't think they would have overshadowed her. Definitely not. And, I mean, there, and the rest of the characters were great. Like, my, one of my other favorite parts of this film was Tim Haydecker and, and uh, Elizabeth Moss. I'm a big Elizabeth Moss fan. Watching The Handmaid's Tale. Shout out to The Handmaid's Tale. Um, actually, as as this episode drops a new episode of that drops as well so it's a good day to be an elizabeth moss fan and tim haydecker is just a funny guy i love tim and eric on adult swim it's outrageous it's it's dumb stupid funny but like i like that sometimes sometimes i need that in my life yeah exactly and his comedic prowess like showed like when his tethered version shows up it's funny he's funny he did the like hand motions and it's just like showing off it was hilarious but in a scary way they made sure they didn't cross the line to make it not too goofy at least in my opinion yeah see i, I felt the same way i I've, i i shouldn't do this but i i read just random people's reviews every now and then on a film and uh, it I, I just can't do it anymore. Like, when I do it, it just makes me mad. And I, I, I'm never going to comment because I never want to waste my time on people that don't understand a movie or don't pay attention enough to a movie to really comprehend what's going on. But it, you're exactly right. Like, they, they did ex- just enough comedy. Like, they sprinkled it in there uh, perfectly. But... It's still a horror movie. It's still really suspenseful all the way throughout. It keeps you guessing all the way until the end. Uh, and I, I just I thought it was the perfect sequel to uh, Get Out. 
and it's something that you were telling me before too like very carpenter like esque uh, film with the suspense you know when the tethered are just standing there on the edge of the driveway right when they start to do their thing very Michael Myers uh, like the way they were lit they were there it was just a silhouette you don't know why they're there it's creepy they're just staring it's it's very carpenter-esque and, and I, that's what drew me in too I popped hard for that yeah, I mean, Jordan Peele has always, he, he said from the beginning he is a huge John Carpenter fan. And for me, he is the new John Carpenter. I, I'm i going to get off base for a second, but it, it'll never happen. But I may combust if he ever signs on to do a Halloween movie. I, I would die. I, there's just no way around it. But that those silhouettes at the end of that driveway getting back to the movie... Uh, when when she claps, when Red claps and they disperse, it's so freaky. It, it the how fast they're, and I'm sure they just sped up the camera or did a whole bunch of takes and and made it look really fast. But they did it, and it looked so seamless and so easy. And Winston Duke sold it perfectly. Like he he knew like they're in trouble. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and just. I don't know, man. It was just a very intense film. Um, and we're going to get into spoiler territory here. So if you want to pause right now and, uh, you know, go watch the film, check it out, come back and listen to our, the rest of our review and hear us talk about the spoilers. I'm going to give you five seconds to do so. Five, four, three, two, one. We're in... St- Spoiler territory now. So it's my favorite. Yes, time. it's like, so. <laughs> one of my favorite things about this film, as well, is the ironic uses of upbeat music that has no place of no place of being where it should be in the movie. So the scene where they show up to the friend's house, um, where uh, Elizabeth Moss and Tim's character are are residing. Um, the the tethered versions of themselves kill everyone, and they were listening to good vibrations. And then, um, <laughs> when they you said call the police, they start playing "Fuck the Police" by N.W.A. And just to seeing how it plays out with that music playing behind it is insanely amazing. So well done, and it was just enough violence. It wasn't crazy violence, but it was just enough to satisfy the people who like the little blood in their in their horror films and it was so well done the composure of the kids um that you know it it was just insane i i loved every minute it's one of my favorite sequences in the movie i completely agree i busted out laughing when fuck the police hit like i couldn't contain myself like it was it was hilarious but you still paid attention like it was still serious it was just one of those like oh, wow, they really went there moments. But it quickly changed right back because the doppelgangers immediately just start wasting everyone. Yeah, yeah. And another use of ironic music choice is the 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 tone of the movie is I Got Five on it, um, which is a very classic 90s song. It's so good. I love listening <laughs> to that. So when I heard the trailer, when that in the trailer had this song, I was like, okay. I was, I was in. Yeah. I was all in. Exactly. So um, the the scene where the orchestrated version of, of uh, I Got Five on it was playing when um, Red and Adelaide are basically having their showdown. And the way it was um, uh, uh, 
worked out on on screen on and in, in frame and everything it was just you know um they went beat by beat and the way red was moving like a master like basically just smooth seamless moving where adelaide is just swinging for the fences each and every time and missing it kind of felt like a kung fu movie where the master is teaching the the apprentice and and you know she's just freaking out and she's just moving gracefully you know and it's it's pretty pretty amazing and with that song playing in the background it makes it even better i I completely agree i I thought i thought i I know a lot of people like that i've seen really did not like the third act they said it was way too confusing and at times it can be i I completely get that it took a rewatch for me to catch a few things but that third act they ramp it all the way up to 11 and they go for broke and Jordan Peele is known for his third acts being ambiguous and out there and he nails it but I have to talk about the twist let's talk about it we, we just have to so for me when I found out the twist at the very end of the movie like I said at the beginning I, I dropped my popcorn I was blown away. Like, it, it was... I wanted to stand up and cheer. Like, how they actually did it. I never thought they would actually pull it off or actually be able to do it. I, I never thought they would go that that route. So, Adelaide, as a child, is with her mother and her father at a fair. She goes. She finds a find-yourself... Uh, like, maze type thing. The, like, yeah, like a maze... She sees her reflection in a, in a wall of mirrors, and as she's looking, her reflection turns to her with the creepiest, devilish-looking smile and grabs her. And I never realized it until the rewatch, but she grabs her by the throat and trades places with her. So my understanding is, so now... It's confusing to say, but throughout the entire movie, you're rooting for Adelaide when actually that is Red, and Red is young Adelaide who's grown up underground with these monster-type people. And I believe that when Adelaide was a child and they did the swap and Red swapped with Adelaide... I think she crushed her larynx where she could not speak and could not tell people about what had happened. And that's why her voice was as weird as it was when they're in the house with the original family. That's such a good... Oh, man. I wish I would have caught that. Like, I knew the, the strangle, like the, the choking thing happened. I thought literally it was just like shock and all or whatever. But that's so good, man. Um, that makes perfect sense. And yeah, the, the twist... Um, it took me a second watch to really appreciate the twist. I liked it at first, but I, like I, I still didn't understand. So I was like, I like this movie. I like the ending, but I really need to watch it again so I can appreciate it. And I'm so happy that I did because now I really, truly appreciate that twist. And it was so masterfully done. And um, Jordan Peele, just the, 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 the script for this film, dialogue-wise, storytelling-wise, was straight to the T. I'm a, I'm a big fan of it for sure. 
I, I feel the exact same way. I I know a lot of people uh, think he leaves too much for the imagination and he leaves you wanting more, a little too much. Like, that tease is really good in movies. But some people say he, he kind of draws the tease out a little too far and it, it makes people kind of turn away from his movies. But for me, this was was fantastic like for me i i liked get out i appreciated it uh but for me it's us us is by far the superior film to get out oh yeah and i agree with that they're both great but us is definitely for me better um i do appreciate uh, get out and the social undertones that I had and all that and and I I'm glad that there's a voice there but story wise for me I just gravitated towards us a lot more and before we get into our ratings I do have to let you guys know what our rating system is if you didn't see when we posted on Twitter um, uh, there's just uh, just overall the ending after uh, you find, you know, the, the kid realizes, yeah, that mom's not right. There's something wrong with her. And like, it just, they, they drive off he slowly and he slowly pulls his mask down, like realizing who she is and what she is. Oh, it, it's just so well done. It's perfect. And they're driving off, uh, into the, into the sunset, basically through the hills. And you see the tethered doing their hands across America thing. And, uh, you see helicopters in there and there's smoke coming from some of the hills. So stuff definitely went down. And it, for me, like you were saying, you know, Jordan Peele does leave a lot of questions for the movies, but if the story is good, that's fine because then you could just leave it up to your imagination. And for me, as, as a filmmaker and writer and things like that, like I like that. I like endings that leave it up to the viewer because sometimes when you give everything away to the viewer at the end, sometimes it doesn't stick. Sometimes it's like, oh my God, like really? Like that's where we're ending? Like I'm glad we got an ambiguous ending because I want to know what happens. Like if they make a sequel or we get it in some other format, like a comic book or a novel or something, you never know what today's you know, like there's so many formats to tell a story now. Um, it just, I think it's one of those better ways of leaving um, uh, the questions uh, left to be answered. I think it was, they did it in a good way, not in a bad. I agree. I think this movie will get better over time. I think it will just continue to keep getting better. I, I, I thought it was great the first time I watched it. And I thought it was even better the second time. I don't know if it'll continue to get better and better each time I watch it. I, I feel like it may have reached its max. But I think that's how it's going to be for everyone else. Like it, It's going to be a movie that people will watch once and, and take their view on it and how they're going to approach it. And then if they were to watch it again, their view might completely change. It might get worse. But I believe it's going to get better. I, I, I mean, Lupicia, she she deserves everything for her performance in this movie. I uh, I like to agree. Sometimes I like to disagree. Sometimes, but that I agree. Um, so, with that being said, the R and R rating system is here. We're going to talk about it. Um, we have a five star system, but we have names also for our, our, uh, our ratings. So 
one star smash it to pieces it's terrible we don't we don't watch it don't go well obviously we want you to check out the movie but for our opinion we give it a smash smash it to pieces don't number waste one your time. for us we're just warning you that it's just not good at all two it's forgettable trash it, it wasn't totally trash or garbage or you know smash it to pieces but it, it wasn't good there were some flaws um, three is okay. It was all right. Wait, f- wait for it to come out on streaming or renting or buy it on DVD. You know, whatever. Um, I still buy physical copies. So I don't know about you. I know. I do some. Yeah. I, I, I do some. Like I, I probably I used to have like five hundred to six hundred DVDs and Blu-rays, and I slowly whittled it down. I probably have like forty or fifty now, but you'll find me like my if my TV ever went out, I don't know what I'm gonna do. It has like. 600 uh just digital movies on it which i'll be able to get it back because it's on my amazon account but yeah my t my tv's been through the ringer with movies <laughs> that's awesome um so four stars would be nomination worthy like this is a great film and we think it's definitely worth watching and you know definitely check it out in the theater go do it do it up uh you know make sure you see it because we think it's that good and if it gets a five star um, if it's rare that we think it's like the a perfect movie, it's an all-time classic. Everyone should love it. And if you don't, you know, um, that's sad. There's something wrong. There's with something you. wrong with you. It is the rare holy grail because everyone wants the holy grail. Everyone wants the grail. Um, we all have grail things in our lives: figures, uh, records, DVDs, and movies. Obviously, when you go see them. Um, so, Cody, what did you rate this? So. Upon my first watch, I gave it four stars. I really enjoyed it. Lupicia, I've already said it the whole the whole review. Lupicia makes a movie. She makes it great. Jordan Peele is a fantastic director. But after watching it the second time, just maybe forty hours ago, I have to I have to give it a higher score. I loved it even more the second time. I went up to a 4.5. And like I said just a little bit earlier, I think that's as high as I'm going to go on it. But it it, it is just a really great all-around film. You have to be into it. You can't, you can't be doing other things. You have to be all in watching it the entire movie. Or you will miss some stuff. And you probably won't enjoy it that much. But you would have nobody to blame but yourself. But for me, it's 4.5 out of 5. It's my number three film of the year. And, like, I... I Lupicia, she's the woman. She's the woman, indeed. Uh, so, for me, I, I agree on that sentiment of it being um, number three on the year. Um, it definitely just moved past Lords of Chaos, which we will talk about on this on the show. One of my <laughs> yes, favorites, one of my favorites of the year, really insane. And I was I'm into black metal, so it was like it tickled my fancy for sure. But it definitely moved up to three. I give it a four, nom- nomination worthy. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite horror films of the year. Uh, it's going to be very hard to top um, horror movie wise. Um, it's only second. It's only second, basically, in the horror film sense to *Brightburn*. I love *Brightburn*, so um, we'll talk about that movie too. We're going to be talking about that a lot because it's, uh, I feel like that's going to be one for 
for the books where we're going to get into some uh, discussions with people out there who've seen it. So um, follow us on our letterbox, which is our same as our Twitter, um, where you could see awesome lists as, you know, our, our rankings uh, of the year, rankings of past years, of, of film franchises, of what we're going to review next, reviews. It's a really fun community full of amazing uh, lovers of film like us, like you. So it's going to be a good time. I really hope um, you guys join us on there. And for Cody Repass and myself, I'm Glenn Rodriguez. Thank you so much for listening to r and Pod of Film. We'll see you at the movies.